Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey, thank you very much, Mystery. So I want to start this episode by talking about the story that's on everybody's (laughs) mind right now. Uh, And this comes from uh, Lorenzo Di Bonaventura, a film producer that worked on the Transformers franchise and G.I. Joe franchise. So... He was okay. recently asked on the red carpet. He was like, hey, uh, is, are there any plans for the two franchises to meet? And this week he was quoted as saying, you know, the truth of the matter is the studio has always been against that. Every regime that's been at Paramount is against it because it's taking two franchises and making them one. But I think it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Ah, did you hear that? It's inevitable. <laughs> so Dom versus Optimus Prime. Not Fast and Furious, G.I. Joe. Oh, God. <laughs> I was hoping that because I hate G.I. Joe so much. I, think yeah. I, thought, I thought you were talking this about Fast and Furious. This is big news for host Sean. Uh, big news. G.I. Joe and Transformers? There's no more Joe to be had. He he hopes fucking G.I. Joe would be like grabbing on for dear life to the Transformer franchise as that rocket goes up. <laughs> Fuck that. Dude, they no. wish they would get to the Transformers franchise. Yeah, there's a new G.I. Joe movie coming out. Uh, for sure, oh, the Snake Eyes. Though they're trying yeah. to get, erase it, they're they're like it's like J.I. Joe in the corner. It's like Snake Eyes Ninja movie. Change. Yes, like, whisper. They're trying to relaunch. Whisper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. When I when I brought this up, I thought you guys would absolutely attack me for the fact that it wasn't the story I told you I was going to do. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on with that. <laughs> I'm actually way happier. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's all I have to say about that. There's a new Transformers movie coming out too. And Another I, one? Yeah, it has the Beast Wars people in it, and Ron Perlman is going to be God. What do they call him? Like Gorilla Primal, Prime or Prime or Primal Optimus Primal. Primal or something? Yes, Optimus Primal. Dude, yeah. Beast Wars is kind of sick. That's actually I used to watch all those growing up. I used to like run home. I remember that cartoon, right? Dude, had like yeah. Rat Trap in yes, it. Yes, dude. Yeah, a couple other characters. That That's the only legit. character I remember. People die and they go through different transformations. It's like <laughs> yeah. it was like my first sci-fi soap opera when I was younger. Beast Wars, bro. Don't sleep on Beast Wars. And it gave us the epic was voice. Cool. Uh, Waspinator. I know. Waspinator. <laughs> now, so the real story I was going to bring up here is uh, billionaire Jeff Bezos, owner of Amazon, his uh, recent space flight. Yay. Yeah. So last week we told you about Branson and him going up into space, technically, Yay. by some definitions of space. Yeah, lower, what was it? What was the the kite line or something? 50 miles, and then the European uh, uh, Space Agency, or ESA. 62. Yeah, they recognize it as 62 miles above the surface, and they call it the Kármán line, I believe. That's what what it was, yeah. I remember there was some cool line. Yeah, so on July 20th, Jeff Bezos went into space, becoming the second billionaire to get there on a rocket they funded. All right. Yay. Can't wait to join him up there. It's all clap for the billionaire. Yay. He did it. <laughs> uh, his rocket dubbed Blue Origins, which honestly looks like a giant penis. Like a wiener. I've seen it. Yes, yeah. we've all seen the memes, yes. <laughs> oh, really? There's memes? Oh, God, Austin yes. Powers memes Austin with the dick Powers, and the ball like, ship. Yeah. Like, uh, comparing yeah. it to him. just being like, whoa, with the, with the pinky and shit. <laughs> that makes tons of sense. Because yeah. it, it really does. Like, a lot of rockets have a phallic shape to them. You know, just a long shaft with a point. Yeah. But... At the end of the day, this thing is a dick. Yeah. This thing is a straight up dick. Um, his rocket, it took cool off. Cool name though. Yeah, Blue Origins. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. 
Um, it took off as a normal rocket does, where it just blasts off with flame and whatnot from the ground, as opposed to Branson's, who was... Um, it was escorted up via plane, and then it took off from the plane Detached. and reached altitude. Um, so this rocket reached an altitude of 60 to 62 miles above the surface. All right. Depending on which article you're reading. I, right. I tried to find like a good solid number, but a lot of them were fucking skewed. So yeah. 60 yeah. to 62. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which brings them above Branson's rocket, which is better. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Branson. Uh, so once the ro- rocket reached 47 miles above the surface, the head separated from the shaft, excuse me, the capsule separated from oh, the booster, dear. and um, they both continued upward, then came down and landed themselves smoothly. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it, normally we're used to seeing NASA rockets kick off that big orange fuel tank. Yeah. And it just kind of drifts off into space. And, yeah, so, that's, uh, so it's landing now? Yeah, this is... Um, much like uh, God, who's the other guy? Uh, Musk, yeah, yeah, yeah. and his, his rockets kind of that way now too, huh? Yeah, exactly. It what it does is it it comes down vertically and then via rocket just kind of sets itself on the ground, which is pretty fun to watch. I imagine it is. It looks it looks crazy when it happens. Oh yeah, there's pictures. Uh, there's video of uh, inside like where the rockets are and how they shift and move to help guide oh, it down and stay stable. Watch. Yeah. Ooh. It was really interesting because yeah. those things are just shooting around and yeah. spitting flame all over the place. Recalibrating constantly. Uh-huh. So yeah, the, the rocket landed itself vertically. Uh, and it's funny cause we've seen Musk blow up dozens of these things, right? Like yeah. we've seen, we've seen him blow up a couple of now. Yeah. Uh, I never once knew that blue origin was that type of rocket. I had no idea that it was that type. Mm-hmm. And so I guess Amazon or I, what's, I don't know the space company. I hope they know. tested it before. He, did they test it? Or just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, I do that. I do have that in here. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, sure the, the capsule uh, only spent a couple minutes in space. And then it fell back to the planet and parachutes deployed. And then once it got closer to the ground, there were little thruster air bursts to help soften the blow of just crashing on the ground. So it landed on, uh, you know, soil as opposed to most uh, capsule landings, which are water, right? So that's fun. A lot of improvements. That is, that is. Uh, the whole flight. up by a boat or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, I'll tell you about the testing. So that particular rocket was tested 15 times without passengers, and it failed once in the very beginning. And then they made adjustments, and it worked every time. All righty. So on this 16th try. Still a sketchy I'm ratio. That shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know. That one is a little daunting. Yeah, <laughs> one in 15. That, but in the beginning, you learn from Sure, it. sure. But what if new problem? I don't want to learn from mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's your, what's your number? 50. 50? Yeah. 30 at least. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> at least. Fuck, man. <laughs> well, he made it. Great. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, the whole flight only lasted about 10 minutes. Worth it. Which I thought wow. was right. That's crazy. That's like the blink of an eye. Yeah. And you're up there and back. Holy crap. I've been on roller coasters longer than I that. Know. It's like <laughs> I know. Was, I went briefly to space. That's cr- Yeah, and you said it was only up there at peak for two minutes? A couple minutes, yeah. Yeah, so not even enough for a selfie, man. Like, <laughs> also, this, this made me question, like, I didn't really quantify, but how long does it take to fall from 62 miles 
to the surface. Probably eight minutes. <laughs> right? I imagine yeah. I would have assigned it a couple minutes like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I thought that was very interesting. They must have but like I wonder uh how long they were up there for just like thirty seconds and like, all right, film, start yeah, filming. Go, and go, just, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of your seat and Quick, be waitless. Be up here forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hurry. Uh yeah, they had like four passengers too, and uh, apparently there's a lot of controversy over him going up and then coming back down and what do you say? He said something to the effect he thanked, of like everyone for paying for it. He basically was like, thanks oh, all you I did hear this. Thanks everyone on Amazon and, like who works here and everything for basically paying for this. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sure he intended that to be like, you know, without you, uh, my company would have failed and thank you for working for me. But what it came across like, I'm guessing, is thank you for sacrificing your wages to put me into space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Jean Workers, thank you for sending me to space. <laughs> I don't know. If I was a billionaire, I'd have a rocket too. I mean, I'm not. I can't. Yeah. I can't say I wouldn't. That's true. Although I'd be more the island guy, a dinosaur of island, a dinosaur, an island of dinosaurs, a dinosaur of islands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd. you'd uh, God, who is it? I'm blanking. Uh, Hammond. Hammond. John yes. Hammond. You'd yes, John I'd, I'd Hammond. Hammond that the situation. Yeah, I don't think I'd do the Bezos stuff. I'd have like mysterious island. Like, come, come to my island. Oh, that's what I do. I'd walk around and I'd be like, I have an island. That was, that's how he said it to Grant and stuff at the beginning. Oh, yeah. like, I have an island. <laughs> Come to it. No. Okay. <laughs> oh. No. Okay, wanna, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> so we're going to post a picture of what this thing Say, looks Epstein like. Epstein made the same offer. I want you guys to describe what this looks like. This is like a crazy futuristic vehicle type that's going to come out supposedly next year in Russia. A prototype just flew. Not too long ago, and it looks really cool and weird. So okay. I'm show you a little video. It's like a 30 second video. Okay. We should figure out the technology to get that on Instagram um, <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I'm pointing at myself. Uh, but here it is. So it's called a Cyclocar. Uh, and here, I want you to describe to the audience Cyclocar. Yeah. Okay. What you're seeing. So they can paint a picture in their mind, their mind brains. <clears throat> okay. It's a. Um, holy shit. Whoa. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's a vehicle with like. What look like tires, but obviously aren't. So there's big, giant four cylinders where tires would be. And it, I feel like those are fins that they're cycling, and it generates some sort of upward thrust. It's awkward as hell. What am I looking at here? There, what, it's like going it's like vertical. vertical, yeah. <laughs> it looks like an RC car in the air, just floating yeah. there. <laughs> like, it has the frame and everything. No, this thing's weird. It's like those are like rotors basically spinning, like tr- like almost like trash cans with a bunch of rotors in it, and it's like protected. I with like that it cage because those rotors turn the same way tires would as a pro- as opposed to propellers, which would uh, you know be more horizontal as opposed to ver- vertical. Mm-hmm. So I've always thought in like a catastrophic situation that that vertical uh, movement from the propeller is more likely to fuck you up in the cockpit than something like that. Because yeah. if, if those things do fall apart, they're flinging out, uh, up the... and down and forward and backward from you. They're not flinging toward you, which I think is very interesting. They're saying they're going to be able to do that next year. That's what they're claiming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. So no fucking way. There was like 12 like people in that I thing. I know, it's like flyer. <laughs> like, this is another video I thought was funny, because that other thing was the prototype flying. This one, like is a, a 3D, like, mock-up of what uh-huh. they expect. Of what it's they like, want it to yeah, do. Yeah, it looks like some futuristic ship, like, with, like, in the army. Play the beginning like, again, because he was talking. <laughs> he was talking, so I wanted him to see the beginning where he showed the cockpit and everything. 
don't know okay. if you saw that. Was it? Well, because it shows the spinning a little bit. Okay, so there's like oh. 10 people in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it's got heads-up display on the windshield, so everything looks out like it's out of Star Wars. Yeah, I like how it's like there's a military, military base. Yeah, <laughs> like, for hot, sure. Hot, hot. But like, then it comes so out it the hangar. So it drives, too? Oh, no, it's... No, it's like hovering. Maybe it does drive. I don't know. Would you trust that? Sure. After 50. <laughs> After 50 <laughs> okay. 30 for you. 30 you for said. me. 30 for you. <laughs> I should have went higher. a dystopian city is flying through. Like, why couldn't it be a nice one? Why is it a dystopian city? Right. It's Easier to animate. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to see these videos, the links we'll will be them. in the description yeah. of this episode. So basically here, let me describe to with Maybe the Maybe 10 years from now. I don't know about next Well, we saw year. a prototype. That thing was the first thing we saw was real. So that was a 132-pound prototype of the cycle car. And um, it's a it's a cyclical propeller propulsion system, and a full size, long range, six feet cycle car is expected to fly twenty twenty two. Expected, huh? <laughs> but you're right, like is okay. Like, expected like a- to fly, not actually ferry people left and right, and so it's just like sure. a beta test. <laughs> They're gonna get it in the it air. Looked and that's crazy, they're right? Did it look crazy? That looked, I don't know. What are we? Doing? We're, we're basically describing like a car that has like four trash cans, like wherever the wheels would be. There's like trash cans. And the propellers in them. And those propellers can, they said they can vector in each direction. So it's really like maneuverable, it sounds like. And we saw in the video it was going horizontal, then vertical too. So you can just just hover on the side of a building or something. (laughs) So even though, yeah, it was a little janky, a little, it looked kind of like fly weird. It, I mean, it looks steady, but still. I I love the design. Yeah, I like it. It looks cool. And it, it reminds me of anything from a movie. Uh, the Dark Knight uh, 3 remember oh. he has like the bat like basically spoilers in the Dark Knight 3 basically, the Dark Knight Rises yeah, right, rises, yeah. he um, has like a, the Batmobile thing but it's like a flying the one the Batwing the Batwing and it's like basically propellers as wings it was and that one looks like this thing and, and, that one just looked like a like a lawnmower yeah <laughs> it just had two big blades that <laughs> um, so this thing they're gonna, it's gonna have a hybrid propulsion system uh with full electric drive and a range extending combustion generator and uh it's supposed to the, the six uh seat aircraft is expected to fly at up to 155 miles per hour and um have a range of 310 miles supposedly again the huh. one it's gonna 310 fly. miles is that far i wasn't I don't sure know. what's a tesla i don't know i was wondering that too it's because that i think because this mean... article but was talking about because look it says 155 which is slower than other things it says but then it's like it has a great range it's huge up to 310 miles but i'm like can a helicopter wouldn't a helicopter be able to go farther than that okay well here to vegas is 260 miles so there's a baseline and what did you say three something this is gonna go 310 miles so you can fly to vegas good flight that's a good okay then all right huh okay cool that that really helps okay cool okay so you can so you can 310 miles with this thing it's gonna be five feet and carry up to six people or 1,300 pounds of payload. Ooh. It says either piloted or autonomous or remote controlled. Mm. Um, and then it says a loading ramp at the rear for uh, disabled passengers, which that's cool and stuff. But like, that, remember that picture we just saw of people like on the army base and stuff? <laughs> I was sitting there like, was that for the... Wheeling in, like, I don't know. Just, Why did they loads. even animate the army? I don't guys. know. Like I said, like that was... Because when I looked at the cycle car, that's the one video that all the site on the sites but even yeah. further there was all this russian stuff too and it just shows like this 3d like dur, 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 like it's a <laughs> propaganda thing like this will take us to the i don't know oh, but man. it still looks cool um so yeah, yeah yeah wait one more thing about it um 
course, they're working out kinks and complexities still. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. They always say that. So, ooh. At least 50 more times. But the cyclic, the cyclic propulsion system was, is very aerodynamically complex. It's quiet, compact, and shielded for protection against foreign objects while enabling very fast thrust vectoring. Which it sounds like it's going to be able to, like, view, like, kind of fly out of the way. Yeah, we'll Left, see. right. We'll see. We'll see. But that <laughs> we'll video was see. sick. Well, okay, that so video the video they showed of the practical unit, the beta, um, it was just hovering there. And then it ha- the beta actually had bumpers all over it. And they just like kind of let it drift into a wall and hit the bumper. I was like, "What? What are you showing me here? Like, it's not. What's it doing? It's not doing anything cool. You're showing me it like kind of like not do what you want it to do. It was it's lifting right. off the ground, bro. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just need funding. They just need to get the idea out there and be like, "Hey, we can do this." Dude, it's. It, I love the way it looks. And so is this Russian? What'd you say? It said it's Russian. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. Is Russian too. So the Russians are gonna start having like little. They're gonna have flying cars next year, bro. I hope we, so. We gotta catch up. And it's, I assume it's all electric. They said com- combination. They said electric oh, okay. and combustion engine. Yeah. They're yeah, yeah. for it. Well, the Russians, they could have. It's just kind of crazy how they create the lift, too. Like, I'm watching it the damn video again, but it's just like, just spin a bunch of trash cans with, you know, <laughs> some holes in it. <laughs> People are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It does People look like are. a, um, like a vegetable shredder. Like if you're yeah. if you're dropping something into a vegetable shredder, it is that kind of cyclical blade that is chopping it up and like, yeah. Oh, there's I like see. another video yeah. somehow I found too. <laughs> it looks like some futuristic car bullshit. Oh, it totally does. Yeah, and it, and it does in theory work. Like the principle of the the trash cans. <laughs> they're they're not trash cans. They're vector propulsion things. <laughs> and I see a cage around the yeah, blades, yeah, which, which is, is going to protect against birds. That's I, better than the other stuff we got now. This, I'm just worried about future. people. Like this is the future. Here's the thing: you have to make it idiot proof. If someone can do it, they will do it for whatever it's, reason. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think anything's idiot proof. <laughs> Name me one thing that's idiot proof. Cr- no, exactly. No <laughs> Nothing is. All right. Well, I got some good news here. Good news. Yes. Okay. Not that yours is bad. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> uh, surgeons from Duke University have performed the first heart transplant in the U.S. using an artificial heart. Dun, dun, dun. 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 All right. So the heart that. <laughs> is called ASIN, and it incorporates living tissue derived from cow cells into a synthetic organ. False. Right. <laughs> okay, tell me more. I don't know. I don't have any more than that, but it sounds super interesting. Synthetic organ, yeah, it's like part metal, part cow. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Hmm. No, uh, so I imagine they used um, muscle tissue or some sort of oxygen absorbing. A person, and... by the way, or a cow? Is this a person? They oh, oh, this is a human that okay. the heart was transplanted into. Um, so yeah, I, I imagine the tissue is used for an organic something or other we can't duplicate either oxygenation of the blood or what have you i don't know maybe we can i don't know did he live for enthusiasts people were enthusiasts <laughs> uh you tell us i mean oh he died in like five five or four hours but okay, that's not yeah, the point for the experiment no his name is uh he survived he's doing great um his name is matt and he's currently doing well and he remains in the hospital he, at the age of 39, by the way, that Whoa, fucking sucks, uh, experienced sudden heart failure. Yikes. And he could not afford to wait until a donor heart was available. So 
they just it was well yeah (laughs) they yeah the taliban took him to a cave (laughs) and he made himself a heart uh no the it was just like i guess a happy marriage of uh need and need where they need someone to test his heart and we need someone with a heart so here we go um that's uh, kind of a big risk, right? If, he, well, I mean, sounds like he was looking at death's door already. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they paid him a shitload too, because like it was successful. I wonder if they were like big check, like there you go, buddy. That's thank you. Because that's, <laughs> that's revolutionary way. shit, right? So like you're either gonna die or wake up a billionaire yeah. with a bionic heart. Yeah, and have superpowers. I wonder. Maybe they didn't. But they well, part have. of the thing is it's just a sco- stopgap measure. It's not meant to be his next heart. Gotcha. Okay. Lame. Boo <laughs> this story. It's a band aid. It's a band aid until he gets a real heart. Is he like just stuck uh, well, in a chair or something? Like only this chair yeah. can charge this heart. Can't do any cardio. Can't get your heartbeat above a certain BPM, probably. Oh, I bet. Right? Oh, yeah. uh, Crazy. It comes with a portable battery pack that lasts about four hours. So, like, the thought process in my head was like, four hours? Like, fuck. Uh, oh I'm God, not, that's I'm not leaving a room with an outlet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what if your power's gone out? You've like drive yeah. down the street. Can I use your power? I'm gonna die. Right. <laughs> exactly. No. Go away. So the reason I told you not to say the Star Trek character's name is Mr. E. For ten thousand good boy points, which Starfleet captain has an artificial heart? Starfleet. This captain? is a trick question, by the way. Really? No, it's not. Yeah, it's <laughs> like <how>? Picard. <laughs> You are correct. Hey, because <laughs> he's old. No, he got no. got to do a bar a fight. Bar fight with a Noskin. And what happened? Got stabbed in the heart. Holy shit! He's a badass, bro. Yeah. Anything oh. else on that hair? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You see the other guy. Um. Yeah. So I think that's super cool, and uh, I look forward to more stories about this because if they can refine this and not make it just a stopgap, because I think he had it in for a couple days. So. Oh, that's it? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe oh. even longer. I don't know. My mind is like... Or maybe he's, he's still, still waiting. Right now. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> so it's coming... Oh, I didn't... Because... Yeah, how long is the band-aid? That is a good question. Is it for like a couple of days or is it like a month? No idea. But uh, I also had another thought that I definitely wasn't going to look into. And it was about like, well, how, how does a normal heart transplant work where they keep your blood oxygenated and flowing through you? And, it, I, you know, so... I, I was going to go down a rabbit hole, and I was like, well, I'm not a doctor. I don't have to do that. So, <laughs> fuck it. They use, like, a, they open up a, a magic eight ball and take the fluid out, but not all of it, and, like, shove it in your chest. And that usually keeps you going for about, like, two or three hours. You just have to, sh- the doctor shake yeah. you, and, like, how's he doing? Well, they shake and it first, and be like, will this be successful? And it says, maybe. And then <laughs> they smash the, the, the juice into the open chest already, and it keeps it usually going for about ah, two three idiot. hours. you idiot. They have to shake it until it says, yes. <laughs> No, it's a maybe, dude. Maestro's over here like, you morons, there's a machine. Oh, is there a machine? <laughs> a heart machine? <laughs> so, um, I want to talk about this, uh, a new, like, a, a new kind of sail, basically. And it's like a sail for shipping boats. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool. A sail, okay. A sail for shipping boats. Didn't we so. get rid of that, you know, when we invented combustion engines? Yeah, and those things are fucking the planet, bro. So, so we're going back to sales? Go back to sales. Okay. So we're going okay. back to sales. Yes. So um, this is part of the Michelin group, the tire people. Uh, fucking, okay. Yeah, the tire oh, guys. Good for them. For They're the, getting in on this shit. Diversifying. It's, yeah, it's called the Wingsail Mobility 
project, and it aims to increase efficiency among cargo ships using an inflatable sail. Inflatable. Inflatable. Yes. Cool. It's kind of like a bounce house. Like that type of material. It looks like. I mean, it doesn't say that, but <laughs> it looks like it from the visual. Well, that makes sense because uh, I assume in the tire business, you're very familiar with rubbers and uh, composites like and that. So Ceiling shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm, yeah, I'm sure you yeah, exactly. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, I want to show you a picture really quick. And again, this is like a... a this will be up on the Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love cool. it. Cool. So it's oh a giant God. shipping like ship, if you will, like those ones that have shipping containers, a bunch of on them, and it's just this giant white inflatable sail. And this thing is as tall as uh, half of the shipping ship. It looks like it's it's pretty formidable. You're Good. looking at several. I don't know. I can't even venture a guess, but I'm going to say I'm not even twenty sure thirty stories figures, or honestly. I don't know. But uh, it, that's a good way to put it. It's fucking tall. This, this is a big boy. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you some more information about the, the wing sail system. And so, it isn't meant to replace the ship engine. It's more to augment them with this, you know, the wind. And yeah. it collapses like an accordion. And it, it basically fill it up with air. And it uses a rising telescopic mast. Dope. To, to be on there. So, it's kind of like a, they call it like a plug and play system. They're hoping they can, like, get these in all these shipping containers. Um, and so using the wing sail, transform wind into forward momentum to decrease overall vessel fuel consumption by 10 to 20%. Is what they're, so right now it only, it cuts, well, I don't say only, it cuts fuel consumption by 10 to 20%. That's cool. That's still cool. That is nice. We, yeah. we, we, we reply, you know, rely on shipping. Anything that cuts the- down on fossil fuels is good. Exactly. So even if it's 1%, I mean, we have to go for exactly. it. Exactly. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I saw the look on your face. Carbon you were footprints too ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we're attacking it. He's like, like I wanted it too. Why can't we just put more gasoline in it? <laughs> yeah, put more. Put more wind in it. And so, yeah, the, the dual-sided... Hydrocarbons for the wind? <laughs> the dual-sided surface of the inflated sail improves performance over traditional flat sails, particularly when it comes to sailing upwind. And it's an automated system. It supposedly, like, even responds to wind and kind of five, uh, finds the Ooh. most favorable. So it's not like you have to have someone, like... Like an operator there and add more cost to it. It's pretty much like instead of plug and play, like you just buy it once, then you have the sail system that can retract. And so if you have to go to bridges and stuff too, you can like put it down. Yeah. It's like super stormy. They say you can handle, handle storm, but if it's, you know, too stormy. I'm sure just, there's a just, threshold. Just, yeah, yeah, just put them down basically. Um, and yeah, uh, they're going to run a trial on a merchant ship in 2022, same year as the cyclo car. As wow. I mentioned in the last thing, they supposedly say 2022. So uh, next year. We're gonna be on. Cycle- how do we merge the two ideas? I was just thinking, like, I mean, we get to like cycle cars onto these things, like as it's sailing on the ocean, like moving cargo and shit like that. And uh, the long-term goal of this uh, project is to cut fifty percent of the global maritime transport emissions by twenty fifty. Fifty. I wish it was like by twenty thirty, but yeah, that's how it works. It's cool. By twenty fifty, we'll all be dead by then, probably. But like, <laughs> how will that? I mean, how will that even work if it's only cutting? If it's only cutting, I don't like, know. 20 like, to that's 30%. The, well, actually, it's funny. It's not, it's not supposed to be positive, but I'm like, 2050, bro? Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. no, no, well, it, we'll be on the Mars by then, man. <laughs> well, here, my, it, it, I don't think the math works out, because if you take every ship and equip it, it's still only reducing, what, 20 to 30? 10 to 20. 10 to 20. Which is not a lot. Percent of that ship's gas usage. Yeah. So how's it going to do 50%, uh, even if you equip every ship with it? They're going to make it better, I'm assuming. Better, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. For sure, mm-hmm. it said that in the articles. Like, and by then, like by twenty fifty, it'll be way better. Twenty fifty, man, we'll be we'll all be cyborgs with those fucking. <laughs> yeah, <lights. laughs> I want to look like Jax from Mortal Kombat by then and have bionic arms. Am I right? <laughs> I like the idea that the shape of it uh, is better than the traditional square. 
that was interesting too. That like they, they mentioned flat sails versus like it, for, this for, is ribbed. Ex- okay, yeah, it's basically like a tire. Yeah, it's a, a white house. tire bounce house thing. It looks like a sail shape, but since it's not flat, it's kind of inflated. It's basically somehow working on both sides. More power. Damn, that's very cool. I wonder if those ridges trap the air in there, right? And push it even harder instead Probably of a, a traditional air. sail. Yeah. Maybe they can just do more designs or something. Huh. Or they should do you know what they really should do is get a kite system. A kite. But they can't this steer. This is interesting. A kite. Uh, it's so hard to tell the scale because it's in water and there's yes. nothing. To, and when there's water, there's no way to tell the scale. I was looking at that tower next to it. That's probably the bridge. And there's people on the. Yeah, that's a balcony. Yeah, that's and gigantic. Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's scary huge big. Like, yeah. I know. I didn't say anything about the size, but it's just like, yeah, it's kind of big. But it's supposed to, you know, to help. But that's going to be weird on the oceans, too. Like, seeing these things again. Like, oh, fuck. Hey, fun fact. I remember uh, hearing this about whales. You know why the, the blue whale has all those bumps on it? On uh, its, aren't uh, those particles? No, no. They're like little welts or not welts, but like pimples or like warts oh, no. on its fin. is because it helps with uh, the aerodynamics in the water instead of a smooth fin. Oh. I guess it grants them more control or whatever. Very so vector areas more vector <laughs> so there could be something the idea that those yeah like grits the air yeah so for so okay. to speak yeah yeah fun i think it's about that time okay yes it's my turn to be the judge on the what's better than most game my favorite part of that game of course is being <laughs> the judge can't fucking wait uh so as you all know as avid listeners of the show what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects then our judge puts a spin on it. Then our other two contestants debate it. And uh, this week, I believe there was a submitted topic, which, of course, I don't have ready. Yes. <laughs> this topic <laughs> This topic came from listener Danielle. And if you other listeners out there would like to submit your topic ideas, please feel free. We have our Discord there. And you can reach us at the uh, Instagram. Uh, or email if you like that, and I don't know. I think that's about it. You can find us. Yeah, yeah, we're around. Uh, okay, I have found the suggestion. It is a seeing eye dog versus a talking gorilla. <laughs> that's right. All right. After the break. Okay, we're back after that break. This was a tough one. I was, we really, I really had to call on the council of uh, maestro for this one because <laughs> I don't know, talking gorilla, seeing eye dog. But I think I got a weird twist on it that we can maybe chew on for a little bit. So here we go. So, first of all, I'm going to give the talking to Gorilla to uh, Mr. E. Okay. So, Hoshan, you get the seeing eye dog. And this is your prompt. And now, for the, I want something to be known going into this. This is a talking gorilla versus a seeing eye dog with a fifth grade education. Both of them have a fifth grade education. No, just the seeing eye dog. <laughs> I just want to say that okay. going forward. I've changed the rules a little. Oh, you're right about that alarm thing. That did go off. <laughs> so, talking gorilla versus seeing eye dog, dot, 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 with a fifth grade education. <laughs> so, here's here's here it is. Here's the setup. So, to- yeah, talking gorilla. Yeah. Does he talk like we are talking now? No, it's, it's sign language. Gr- it's still a gorilla. It's not like any smarter or not. Yeah, okay. Versus the dog is smarter. Okay. Okay, but it can talk sign language, so <clears throat> hopefully you know sign language. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Okay, so it so, can't speak verbally, only yeah. sign language. Yes, and okay. so the question is, who okay. would you rather have at your side to help you escape this? And here's the setup. You wake up deep in the abandoned Willy Wonka chocolate factory, <laughs> Jesus Christ. and there is no power, and it's dark. 
Who would you rather have at your side to escape the chocolate factory? The talking gorilla or a seeing eye dog with a fifth grade education? <laughs> so. I was gonna. <laughs> let me get my timer can ready. You go, wait, can you go yeah. through that again? Sure, I will. <laughs> I will. Sure. Can you go through like the. Just like, okay, sure. so he has fifth grade education. Yeah, start <laughs> yes. there. I have sign language. Yes, you wake up deep in the abandoned okay. Willy Wonka chocolate factory. All right. There is no power and it's dark. Who would you rather have at your side? A talking gorilla or a seeing eye dog with fifth grade education? Okay. My goodness. Okie dokie. Fuck. Uh, okay. I'm going to make <laughs> Hoshan go first. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I said, okie dokie. <laughs> okay. All right. You let me know when. I think I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one, start. Okay. So I'd rather have a seeing eye dog with me on this uh, abandoned Willy Wonka German uh, chocolate factory, whatever. So, um, because first of all, he's adorable. Uh, who doesn't like a dog? What do you, you want this big fucking gorilla with you? A dog is far more useful. They're man's best friend dog is man's best friend it also has a fifth grade education it's the smartest dog on the planet and with so it's a fifth grader which knows chocolate right that's i'm guessing charlie was probably around the fifth grade sixth grade so uh and we saw how well those students those people did i probably shouldn't have brought that up but here's what's happening <laughs> 20 seconds dog the dog is gonna get so sick of smelling chocolate the whole time he's gonna look for some meat and the only meat is outside so he's gonna lead me to outside. That's that's my and he's man's best friend, frankly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, gorillas are stinky and big and, and ugly. And uh, uh, they they what do they do? They just pound their chest. They don't have any okay. skills. Okay, stop, stop. Okay, hold on. Let me write gorillas smell because <laughs> is what you're saying. Um, okay, Mister E, you may start now. Okay, this is a little stacked against me if there's only sign language and it's dark and pitch black, <laughs> but it's okay because gorillas are used to the pitch black. They're from the jungle, okay? There's no light out there. Anyone who's been to the jungle or the Congo knows it's fucking pitch black at night and the only light comes from the moon. So they have that going for them. Um, they're basically an alpha fucking animal, so it doesn't have to fear at any at any time during its navigation. Um, we all know it's Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, so there has to be some sort of crazy obstacles or traps, and they're super agile. In fact, I'm sure it could easily cross or carry or throw me across any obstacle, crevice, or chocolate river, or what have you. 20 seconds. Um, so we wouldn't need sign language in the end of the day, because it, he just has an internal compass. I mean, he's an animal. They have instinct. He's just going to grab me and drag me, and he's going to lead me right to the exit. Five he's seconds. so strong that he's going to be able to throw me across any Thing, and a dog wouldn't be able to do anything except maybe lead you somewhere. But okay, you must stop. You must stop now. <laughs> oh, okay. Have, okay. All right. Hoshad, go. Uh, let me just say this. A dog is the same size as the Yumpa Loompas. So a dog will be able to get into places. This fifth grader will be able to get into places. And, you know, if you need to pull that lever in that small crevice to open the next door, the dog will probably be able to do that. Uh, next, the gorilla. He'll probably get so enthralled with that jungle part of the factory that he'll want to build a nest and just like stay there. So in the meantime, you're going to be telling the gorilla like, "Hey, let's go, let's oh, move on." Yeah, He's you like, must quiet. "Fuck you, pal." You must be quiet. <laughs> I hate this stop stopwatch. <laughs> this is way. Okay. <laughs> Mister E, 
Go down. Okay, I figured it out. We don't need light to communicate. I'm just going to hold the gorilla's fingers, and I'm going to make the letters that I'm trying to tell it, or the signals, and that's how we're going to communicate in the dark. As far as I'm concerned, getting into crevices doesn't matter. No one said all the doors are sealed or locked or anything, <laughs> so we could just walk through any of those. Um, and uh, he, my gorilla would probably find the Oompa Loompas on its way out and, and use sign language on them or just eat them or something. Um, <laughs> I, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this I kind of wanted you to just keep going <laughs> uh, okay um, oh okay um, so uh, some of the host Sean's points was where the dog would be adorable gorilla is bad how do you know um, it's adorable it's pitch uh, yeah he was like he was, he was, he was so he was drowning I loved it in the beginning he was like man's best friend man's best friend man's best friend um, that was my Johnny Cochran line the glove doesn't I know. fit he's not man's best friend he mentioned friend. he was the smartest dog on the planet and that's it <laughs> um, okay uh, it knows chocolate and uh, Charlie was also in fifth grade um <laughs> I was drowning. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I like how he said the dog would be so sick of chocolate, they would want meat. It would finally lead him out. Uh, man's best friend again, and the gorilla smells. <laughs> and the same size of Oompa Loompa, and the different uh, crevices. Um, and um, Mr. E was um, the, the animal. Uh, the gorilla would be used to the lack of light, uh, pitch black. You know, they only have like the. The moon and stuff. It had no fear in its navigation. I liked how it would be throwing you over chocolate rivers. <laughs> dragging you over chocolate rivers. It'd be so strong. Just, it basically just throwing out. You get like throwing over chocolate rivers. And I liked how it had all the um, fucking um, the, the obstacles. And it could climb over it and stuff. And, and then my, my favorite part too is he never said the doors are locked or anything. They could just walk out. So... After all that, I'm going to give it to Mr. E on that one. <laughs> hey, fair I, enough. I really liked it. You know that what I, one really sealed it for me. <laughs> here's what I realized about the dog in the chocolate factory. Yeah. It not it poisonous to dogs? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. thinking that too as you're having your conversation. Uh, like, oh, did you sucks. mention him drinking or eating chocolate? No, fuck no. I stayed away oh, from it okay. as far as possible. He said he smelled it. Because I thought you did and I was just so trying to get points down that I wasn't even listening. So I was like, damn, I could he have attacked him with that. And go but... for the meat instead. Well, you know, fun. How I mean, did you expect me to use sign language in the pitch black though? Well, I, I don't Dude. That was something I should have attacked. I didn't put two and two yeah. together. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the dog was always the one that was going to lose. We tried to give you the fifth grade education. You just compared it to Charlie. I don't know why. I'm mean, like, Charlie's also in fifth grade. Like, okay, Grandma. Yeah, that's Thanks good. for that. Well, you know what Thanks. I realized? I was like, okay, well, Charlie was successful. And then I realized, like, there's, I don't know, four or five other examples of non-successful fifth graders going through that place. So yeah. Like, oh, Shut up, yeah, Sean. Oh, man. Move on. Good That's job, Mr. E. Good Thank job. you. Yeah, good Correct. game. Yeah. That's a, that was a I, funny well, one. Well, I like when he mentioned, like, I wrote Helen Keller communication because you're, like, in the dark. Like, that, that guy re- <laughs> I, my whole thing was, like, don't think about the gorilla. Think about the prompt. Think about the prompt. So I was, like, yeah. bring up, like, try to put yourself in Willy Wonka's factory or, you know, like, the sign language. I felt like since the, I couldn't use it that I had to somehow make Just it work. It. And I didn't want to be, like, well, there's a lighter in my pocket, so I make light. And I was then, trying to help the dogs. The dog, like can't do shit to figure if it's, it helps blind people it might be able to help you <laughs> the dog would blind people it's a seeing eye dog right or it's so oh, yes. that's what helps blind people 
So I thought, you know, you could tap into like, oh, help blind people who can help me who is blind currently <laughs> get out of the get out of the chocolate factory. Because otherwise, the whole thing is like, go to the left, go to the. Left. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Everything Stupid. is poison in there. <laughs> the whole fucking place is poison. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I got a story here out of the Journal of Nature. Ooh. Excuse me, I said that wrong. It's Journal Nature. Oh, lame. Yeah. Yeah. I hate them. I like Journal of Nature way better. <laughs> so, study lead author Lisa Kaltnagger, director of Carl Sagan what? Institute what at Cornell University. <laughs> Can- cancel, cancel us? No, it's like Schwarzenegger. Oh, what? It, it, it's, yeah, it's spelled the same way you douche big. <laughs> Astronomers in the study used a technique to look at uh, to look for life on other planets and flipped it around on us, essentially saying what planets can see us. Oh yes, I have I've heard of this. Yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, they were seeing like what stars in the sky in theory, if they had our same technology, could be observing us. Yeah, so I mean, you are very familiar with the uh, transiting of something in front of a star, a star right? Yes, so dimming. describe that. Uh, basically how they find exosolar planets is they look at um, a planet kind of from our angle and they look at the star at the brightness and then eventually it dims ever so slightly and then they measure this dimming and they can start to sense it's a, it's one of the things they can tell it's a exosolar planet. They also look for the wobbles too. The yes. Of the stars. But, so I think from this one, they're trying to see from that, because it's only a certain perspective you're going to see that. Like, if, if the planet was, like, from a, above you, per se, in the space world, you wouldn't see that glimmer, right? You only see it if it's, like, in between you and the light source. Exactly. So that's why they're, they kind of angle <clears throat> so, the yeah. study, as far as I know. I didn't even read the title. Well, you're right. It, the, the study is at, like, the plane or the angle of our uh, Earth moving around the sun. So it's that orbit. It's that, mm. it's that disk that's formed, essentially. Okay. And uh, so... Uh, what they did was they looked at a possible 331,312 stars within 326 light years. So some 331,000 stars, mm-hmm. 326 light years away, away. within way. that distance. Okay. Um, and out of those 3,000 odd stars, 300,000 odd stars, uh, only about 1,715 could see Earth in uh, at some point in the last five thousand years. Only, only <laughs> in the last five thousand years could see Earth passing in front of the Sun. And this is they studied just those two, right? Just those like those, those two methods of detecting yeah, planets. Yeah, exactly. I'm yes. sure there's a bunch of other ones or something, but still, like that's still yeah, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another three hundred and nineteen stars will be able to see Earth in the next five thousand years including a few systems where scientists have already spotted Earth-like planets, prime candidates for contact. Huh? Mm-hmm. Talking about those Goldilocks. Kind of shows, too, like, if, if like, they're, if these star systems are going to be able to see us within 5,000 years, but they can't see us now. Imagine the planets, in theory, we can't see, because I guess more time. So maybe that just shows you again how how uh, special it is, I guess, is to find these exoplanets, even though... They're like a dime a dozen now. We find them all over the stars, pretty much. We do, but like you said, it's only the ones we see passing in front. Exactly. So they're everywhere. Or studying the wobble of the star. Aliens, brah. But I think we confirm it by by looking at it in front of its star, right? I think that's how we confirm it. I don't yeah, know. Probably. <clears throat> Sounds good. You just ask it. So the closest star on her list is the red dwarf star, Wolf 359. Oh. 
Why? Does that have any significance to anyone else? <laughs> yeah, why is that significant, Max? Oh, I thought you had a quiz. No. Oh, I know why it's significant. No, Mystery You would never know. I don't okay. think you would know. Okay. Mystery. Something related to Star Trek. <laughs> oh, yes. He does. He knows. <laughs> um, it's Wolf 359 was one of like, the biggest battles with the Borg where the the Federation lost like the most ships or something. Yeah, they lost hundreds of ships yeah, or something. To the, this giant battle with the Borg, which is like the giant nemesis of, of Star Trek. Crazy. So. Which is so that right there is fun because Wolf three five nine is only seven point light seven point nine light years away from Earth, which is relatively close. Yeah, it's in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, cosmically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been able to see us since the disco era of around the seventies, which is kind of fun. Oh, so, great! What a time to see us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, this is cool. One light year is 5.9 trillion miles. I can run that in a day. Right. That's ridiculous. I've been doing that. 5.9 trillion. I, I can't even, yeah. I don't think. It's hard to quantify, really. Yeah. At that point, distance means nothing. You just kind of go, boink. Yeah. I'm assuming. Well, I used to think all the aliens were teleporting, man, but now we're seeing all these UFOs and stuff. Maybe they do have some sort of craft-like system they need to do. Once you bend gravity, bro, I don't know right? how you do it, know, but man. once you do it. Slow as fuck. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, I want to talk to you about something called a Woodsat. Oh, I had one of those removed. Really? <laughs> well, good. That is, is that what that scar is? <laughs> you want to ask? Now I know. So, have you guys heard of a CubeSat by chance? No. No. You why might would have. I? Oh, yeah. You might have. It's like those small... <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you ask then? <laughs> oh, did you? I thought you said... You both said no. No, I said no. <laughs> a CubeSat. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I got that right. Oh, okay. Wood Sorry. Sat and a cube set. <laughs> yes, there's wood sats and cube sets. No, I'm okay. still clueless. Yeah. Okay, yeah, a cube sure. set is a four by four inch satellite that we've already sent up into space. They're called cube sats. I think we talked about them on the show or hmm. maybe looked into them. Anyway, okay. I, I feel like I've known about them. And okay. I thought it was because if I know about it, it's because of the show. Anyway, what a cube sat <laughs> is, it's a four inch by four inch satellite and they've been launching them up to space for a little bit now and so this guy wants to do something called a wood set which is uh, basically a wooden satellite it'll be the first wooden satellite being launched they Why? said sometime <laughs> this year but I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be next year at this point so it's gonna be 2022 is gonna be wood satellites and the inflatable sails and the russian cyclo cars uh, so anyway a wooden satellite Ooh, wooden okay god what does yes. it do okay yeah, it was this guy just <laughs> trying to set a record because like we can set up like a concrete it, well satellite first of all it would be yeah. the world's first wooden satellite yeah, so i guess it is a uh, yeah so i guess it is a record by the way and it's not just some guy it's the european space agency okay SA. yeah homie <laughs> and so they're gonna send the wooden satellite up there and it's a box made of a uh, plywood and it's gonna be packed with sensors and hmm. they're just going to see – basically, they're seeing the potential of this material in space. You know, If you could just make something out of plywood at the, from the hardwood store, it might be better than making it out of metal or whatever they use now. I think it's space jelly that makes satellites out now. That right? I jelly. approve of. <laughs> I like that because I, I figured they would have done that test long ago because it's not. as the Simpsons famously made fun of them, they're like, oh, we're testing the effects of – Ants on tiny screws in space. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> there's something to be learned. <laughs> so, okay, wood. Cool. Yeah, right? But it's actually uh, not normal wood, too. They had to do some stuff. Uh, normal wood is uh, too humid for space, so they place the wood in a thermal vacuum chamber to dry it out. And then they also perform an atomic layer deposition, adding a very thin layer of aluminum oxide, oxide which is typically used to encapsulate electronics. 
And why they do this is something called outgassing. Basically, yeah. there's all these unwanted vapors that would happen when it's when it got up to the space layer. It would oh. all the, the humidity and stuff. Wow, they still couldn't dry it out completely. Well, uh, well, they did dry it out completely. Or that's why they're hoping it's going to work that way because <clears throat> a normal piece of plywood wouldn't be able to. It would just be and you, they wouldn't because they're going to send a camera up there and sensors, and that would. Well, because know, be I mean, if they're putting the layer on it, they didn't. They're not 100 percent successful. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. They, they have to do stuff to it to make sure it doesn't outgas. And the reason it outgas is actually something called atomic oxygen that's up there. A, in space or in the wood? In space. Atomic oxygen. Yeah, the atomic oxygen is what's going to be making that outgassing. And so uh, atomic oxygen is, uh, forms near the fringes of the atmosphere when oxygen molecules are broken down by the sun's ultraviolet, ultraviolet light. And I guess <sighs> it's going to make the wood darker. It's going to darken the wood, too. Okay. They are, they are no, so it hasn't been happen. It hasn't happened yet, but that's kind of the plan. They said by the end of this year they're going to s- send up this wood sat wooden satellite thing. Does it say how long it's going to be up there? Because I think it's just till till it. No, I do not have that figure. Well, because like I, I find it interesting that obviously this thing would burn up in the atmosphere. That's fine. Like a lot of shit does. Exactly. It's like a four inch cube too. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be fun if they had um, some method of just you know shooting it at a degree and leave it up there for a couple of years. Uh, orbiting the Earth, they could, and then have some sort of retrieval craft grab it. Oh, and then bring it back down and study it. Yeah, you because know, what I is see. wood? What happens to wood uh, in space for five years? I bet it smells like steak. Oh well, that's because everything in space totally like smells like steak, bro. Space. I mean, it's going to have a bunch of sensors on it too, so all that st- all that information is being being down too. There's a sensor to monitor the pressure levels on the thing, a contamination sensor. Called a quartz crystal microbalance, whatever the fuck that is, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously a camera and stuff too to take uh-huh. pictures. But I just like that was pretty cool too. I guess the same people who did this are going to do this wood set. They did something called a kite sat, which is they did a wooden satellite on a weather balloon, and that was in 2017. And that basically like the Bezos thing, where kind of yeah. like not not Bezos, he launched himself, but. Remember the thing we talked about last episode? Like, the, they're going to do the balloon and the capsule. Yeah, space hot air balloon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's starting to become a thing now. <laughs> Invest in balloons, bro. Bro. <laughs> balloons. Bro. I got a fun story here about the government. Fucking government. Fucking government. Are you guys familiar with uh, the game War Thunder? No. No. Okay. So, War Thunder is a free to play MMO vehicle combat game on Steam. I'm writing this How down. Much is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Free to play. Okay. MMO. That's my favorite. V- vehicle combat game. Uh, it uses real military vehicles like planes, boats, tanks, trains, military segways, Cycle you know, cars. the whole deal. <laughs> um, and so I figured this would be great for your stream, by the okay. way. That's what I'm kind of telling oh, you. Oh, yeah. I, I so, forgot the name already. <laughs> it's Wintrask and Friends, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Why do you friends? <laughs> Check it out when I go by live. It, I don't have a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Sit there uh, on the page and keep refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> he'll come. He'll show up eventually. <laughs> so a player named Fear Not on the forums was upset with the design of one of the tanks. And uh, in particular, the tank was the Challenger 2. So he was commenting about the interior design and how the game designers got it wrong and it wasn't complex enough and he he just had all sorts of opinions about it. He knew the tank it. really well. Yeah, he, yeah, he knew the tank. Um, he then uploaded pictures of the real interior uh, claiming they were from a legitimate source. 
So like they're from some uh, military handbook or okay. whatever or some tech manual or something. God, this guy's giving out secrets or something. Turns out it was <laughs> a legitimate source, except it was a classified Jeez. source. He was the source. Oh wow! Oh wow! Right. So uh, what happened was make your game better, bro. Yeah, I mean, he had great intentions, right? Just make your game better. Yeah, this isn't accurate. <laughs> He, we don't know his real name. We just know his screen name is Fear Not, okay. and he was believed to be a commander in the Royal Tank Regiment of the United Kingdom. So this came out of the UK. Okay, and so a mod, the government contacted the forum and the game, and you know took everything down and blah blah blah. So a mod on the forum named Templar wrote, uh, "Quote: We have written confirmation from the Ministry of Defense that this document remains classified." By continuing to disseminate it, you are in violation of the Official Secrets Act, as stated by the warning on the cover of the document, uh, an offense which can carry up to a 14-year prison sentence. Oh, my. If prosecuted. So. Scary. Anybody who downloaded the image and kept it on their computer is, yeah, could be sentenced to 14 years. Not thinking like if you have some picture of alien shit, like people in the like, government, just leak that stuff, just leak it. Like, dude, like if they do, it's like, where'd this, I had, I trusted two dudes with this photo and now yeah. it's out <laughs> 14 years. So it's like, yeah, oh. yeah. That's why it's hard to leak that stuff on me. Yeah, dude, I thought that was fun and I thought it was, um, you know, it's in the news now, so maybe the game will be getting more players. So, I say you hop on it, Max, and we watch it on your stream. And you're always looking for new Steam games, and especially I like free, free ones. I like the free games because it's I like I like to try it live and see if it's fun or not. And I don't want to bash someone's game, but we there was one time on stream we all played a I played a, a free Fox <laughs> game, and it was for free. And it's just about some guy and his like dad, and he's like yeah. trying to like it's like. It was the he's like the fox would run around look for its baby and then it hit something and like the guy would have like a memory like I remember my dad he liked whittling soap and blah 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 but I'm not even joking that's what he said and then it's like okay and then he'd like go on to the next area and then he'd be like he always said I like toys and blah 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 he was there he watched it oh, it, it was, was crazy it, it was, was like awful. For two hours it was awful but it was a we, guy working out his issues in a video with his dad or something oh, so oh, go through it. it was insane and i, was I didn't playing, even think of that That's i was playing true. it and we it's all were just book. ripping it apart like oh. <laughs> the chat was lit with just destroying this fucking we're being nice right now about it because in case he's listening but but it was it, yeah that was a shitty game but this one looks fun especially if we can be like in a plane and do some world war ii dog fighting with mm. each other sounds like a blast right yeah. some advanced wars going absolutely yeah especially free to play so wars. war thunder write that down let's give that a shot <laughs> this story was brought to you by war thunder <laughs> download now type in code Okay, here we go. So I think it's uh, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while, and we, I've, I've saved up some good ones. And it's been a, if you're a true fan of the show, you'll you'll know what this next segment is. But if you're new to it, you're about to experience something called Guinness Corner. On Guinness Corner, I like to just talk about some Guinness uh, World Records that happened and then kind of quiz the guys sometimes and see if they can figure out what, what happened and stuff. So I'm going to go into some random ones that happened fairly recently. Yeah, this so used to be our most hated segment, but now we've come to love it. Yes, people <laughs> yes. people kept requesting it on the on the OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> so, this first one. A British man um, 
Uh, oh my god, I'm, I can't read. So a British man basically took home a world record for um, stacking how many M and M's? Okay. Okay. Uh, five. It's Guinness, so it's got to be ridiculous. Uh, Twelve. It was five. No oh, shit. Wow. Yes. Nice. Only five. Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? Sounds hard. Yeah, it, it is does, hard. Right? So yeah. his name was Will Kubel, twenty-three of England, and basically, like in COVID, he was trying to find uh, <laughs> world records to break. <laughs> And um, he found out that the the record was four, and so he filmed himself for a couple hours, film uh, stacking. Uh, what am I trying to say? M and M's, and he got to the fifth one. And so he's like the new record of stacking five M and M's. Huh. And I like what he said here. He said, um, "What's the record for Skittles?" I don't. I don't have those statistics. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> exactly. Then I was like, "This is something you could actually do, dude." But um, he was ecstatic when it happened. But he's like, he thought about attempting six, but he's like, there was no chance. Five was hard enough for hours. Yeah, that's what he said. Like, I'm not gonna show you this whole thing, but here is him doing it. I have the video here. Let's put in a few more hours. Get to six. We're coming for your record, bro. Sounds like all you have to do is just sit there long enough and find the right M and M's. Oh, that can't. looks really yeah, hard. Unfortunately, can't fast forward. But like, you know, I feel like Sean, we really, we really into this too. But I was already, I thought I had time to think about this. But I would just get a big bag of M and M's or as much as I could and look for oh. the flattest ones. That are like, yeah, it's all okay. You can't like, you know, I'm sure you can't. Abuse the system. Oh, and, there and it do, is. It Five M Ms. Yeah, you can't do anything to the to the M and M. I'm assuming, like, oh, make yeah. it flatter. So I would just look for like random ones that are flatter. Well, that's the interesting part is there's no judge there to verify. He had a video, but yeah. But I mean, because off screen you could like sandpaper them down a bit. Or, yeah, I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah, this bullshit. Maybe put a little glue on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me tell you about this other one now. So this is about the world's most expensive honey. So a Turkish company set a Guinness World Record for the most expensive honey with a cave-harvested honey priced at how much per pound? Cave-harvested? Cave-harvested honey. The flowers came from a cave? Uh, the, the honey did. The honey came from a the cave. The bees are up there. I know that. The bees are up there. Got it. So this is how much per pound. I'll tell you more about it, so think about it for a second. So this is a Centauri honey, which is harvested from a cave more than 8,000 feet above sea level. It's priced at blank per pound, making it the most expensive honey in the world. Uh, the honey is dark in color. It is said to have a bitter flavor. It is prized for its medicinal value, being high in magnesium, potassium, phenols, flavonoids, and antioxidants. <laughs> and one last thing is the honey can only be harvested once a year as opposed to two or three times a year for most commercial honeys to ensure the bees that make the nectar are not disturbed. Ooh, how much is a pound of it, I said, right? Yeah. How much is that per pound? First of all, Centauri honey? That sounds Badass. Thank right? you, right? That's straight up alien. Like this yeah. Centauri honey. It Have sounds like some of my bar like, oh, we'll just some Centauri honey on top. <laughs> <laughs> some figs from Bajor. I went first. What do you think, Mr. I'll Rudy? say it's uh per pound. <sighs> honey per pound. I never thought about honey. How much yeah. is normal honey per pound? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm comparing it to weed prices right now. <laughs> I'll say it's um God, I don't know. Um four hundred dollars a pound. Okay. Oh man. Okay, my number I had in my head was significantly higher. Okay, uh, I'm gonna stay twenty thousand. Oh Jesus! Boom! Okay. This was five thousand four hundred nine dollars. <laughs> wow. God. Okay. It's still way off. Probably tastes like crap, dude. For what? <laughs> <laughs> a pound is a lot. I know a pound of honey. How do they get this much honey? I was I was sitting there. I'm really tripping. As I was saying, I'm like, man, how much? Well, honey's heavy, honey? right? A pound. It's pound isn't. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's just uh, dense. Yeah. I am. Oh, that's true. I am thinking like a brick of honey. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I go to the store, like let's say, like how many ounces are in those things? Then right. you got to do the math really quick. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're done. We don't know that stuff. <laughs> we don't know that system. Okay, I don't know. So I need to research honey another, prices. <laughs> see, this is another British guy. So a British man drank a Capri Sun in how many seconds to oh, get the Guinness man. World Record? 
Is he using the original straw? Ooh, I do not oh, have I'm that. Sure he has I do to. not I'm have sure this information. That okay. is a great question. I mean, you could just tear it open and squeeze I it. Do not have that question. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Uh, go ahead. I mean, that answer. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, in uh, 1.5 seconds. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Let's think about this logically. It's what, like it's got eight ounces low. or something, or yeah, it's that's. I like the I like the thought processes, you guys. You guys are tearing into this. I love it. One second. Oh. You guys are. I want to see you guys drink a Capri Sun <laughs> one second. Um, oh, he's using the original straw. Uh, it said, I don't know. We don't know this that part, but uh, it says sixteen point six five seconds. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right. Yeah. You guys had a second, but here's some Wait, information what? about this one. Yeah, sixteen point six five seconds. To drink a Capri Sun. To drink a Capri Sun. Can you beat that? I, I would think. Yeah. I think you can. So I'm telling you. Like I'm telling you. I can, can shotgun you, a beer faster than that. Can you, can you that, stack? But... If you do that and stack six M and M's in a day, maybe bro, you'd be fucking. Maybe I'm too legend. confident in myself. But anyway, um, <laughs> his name is Declan Evans. He was 20 in Lincoln, uh, in um, of um, of Lincoln, and uh, basically he started doing this, you know, COVID too. And he figured that he discovered that Guinness had set a bench a benchmark time for the record at 18 seconds, but had yet to be officially attempted. So that. I didn't, so they have like they someone make, wrote down. They make Capri, records up. Yeah, yeah this drink a Capri Sun, eighteen <laughs> seconds, and no one had even claimed it. So what is that site? I didn't look into this further, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, I it's think probably I their one. employees that just think of dumb shit, Dude. and then they make they do a time, and then that's the baseline. Or something. he says it will definitely get beaten. <laughs> this I'm going funny. home tonight, dude. Capri Sun, man. Sixteen. That, that was a great question with the straw. I did yeah. not know that because it's so it's so tiny and it's so restricted that like if you get, even if you squeeze as hard as you can, only so much can come out of that tiny little straw. Sixteen seconds though, yeah, because you can't gulp that shit. Down. It's true. I mean, yeah, maybe. That, oh, you know, that's funny. I just clicked on a link like... that was there by chance, and now it says it's. 50. Oh, someone beat it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the site earlier. Uh, not today, but like this that that story was old. Looks like I've had this for a while. It looks like she's using looks the like hole. U- it looks like she's using the hole, and it's her name is Leia Shutkavar, and it's fifteen point seven one seconds. Dude, fifteen. I'm we, doing we, this. I think I can do this too. <laughs> All right, bro. I definitely think I can do that. And look, is there a rule against holding it like that? Can I hold it up? And Let's see if there's any rules. Down? Hold on. That's, that's this the is, trick. I'm not sure if there's any well, rules. Well, no, because then the straw doesn't work. There's no straw. I don't know. There, she all added it up to. All it says here is the, the fastest time to eat. drink a Capri Sun is 15.71 seconds and retrieved by Leah April 11, 2021, not too long ago. It says Leah's a cereal speed eater and holds many food related Guinness World Records. Yeah, but is see, this? Is I this, don't know the straw. That's a great question. That's what happens when you go after these uh, these non-sanctioned. Uh, what am I trying to say? What what are the what are the the records that they don't? Oh, verify. Yeah, non-verified yeah. records. Yeah. You're gonna step on the grave of a giant like or her. Authenticate. Who's going to wreck your record? Yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean. Is this another one that was just filmed on Instagram? Because it's like, how do you know there's not any liquid left? It's like, there's so many variables. I, it's the same I thing agree. with the really, 100%. I didn't realize the controversy, but I'm very concerned about the straw. That <laughs> right. Because yeah. like, I think because like, the straw, I was reading the comments. People were like, I did it in 15 seconds with straw. And But other people are like, where's the video? And no one's saying anything. But like, yeah. Especially if you have to rip the straw off. Like, I think it has to come as is. There, someone was saying. Oh. oh from to- start to like. I don't know. That didn't look like she was using a straw. Though. That's like the unless end, the straw was like really deep in the bag. Maybe you need to use a straw just to poke the hole. No, that's just a hole poker. It's not a straw. straw. I'm that's, that's just a hole poker, bro. <laughs> that's half I'll... the battle. Half the battle is the straw. 
I bet you too. If you just, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, I didn't realize I'd be that intense, but like now, nah, because I think it's attainable. I'm doing this. I think it's very attainable. <laughs> I'm actually gonna try this. Okay. Here's another one you might attain. Let's see if we can chew this one too. Uh, okay. All right. So <laughs> this guy is from Florida, and uh, I should have done Florida, Australia too. But that's a funny thing. Uh, so basically, um, his name is Ramiro Alanis. And he he got a, he got the Guinness World Record for the most cinema productions attended of the same film. Ooh! So he went to a movie like you know back in the day when you go to the movie theaters. He saw uh, the most cinema productions attended of the same film. So he saw a it's movie. Be an older one. So Do we know what movie? Uh, yes, Demon Slayer. Jaws. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the movie is Endgame. Oh, yeah, the record man. by going to see Endgame how many times in 90 days? That's Avengers oh Endgame, right? Avengers oh. Endgame. In 90 just, days? In 90 days. How many times did you see it in 90 days? And just to give you some context, I looked into it. Endgame is three hours and one minute. Was he to trying IMDb. to break the record yes. when he did this? Okay. Well, I didn't casually do this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So we're guessing the... How many times he yeah. saw Endgame, basically, in 90 days? I'm going to say uh, if he's trying to break Take, the record. It's a three-hour oh. movie. Take that in mind. 90 days. And 90 days. During its peak. Right? This is pre I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it probably is. A, I mean, it probably wasn't peak, but yeah. I'm oh, so I'm, far I mean, off of that. This is not guesses. old, I remember. I'm going to say he saw but, it yeah. 60 times in 90 oh, days. Oh, no. I'm giving him. I'm giving him more than that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go like 110. Whew. Oh, you think you multiple? You did multiples in a day? Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I, I didn't even think of that. 100%. I, yeah, okay. And the answer is, he saw it a total of 191 times <laughs> in 90 God. days. <laughs> I didn't even do. think about multiple rewatches. So he said, uh, the most difficult part was of this attempt was giving up my social life and my family, the gym, and managing my work hours and screening times at the theaters. It took uh, Guinness uh, some time so to process. why would you do it? <laughs> took uh, Guinness some time to process his application. Um, and he submitted his evidence, uh, which include all the photos and ticket subs. And, that, and then he found out uh, after a month that he was the official record holder. So I did some math really quick. So like I said, Endgame is three hours and one minute, according to IMDb. So that times 191 is 576 hours and 11 minutes, which equals 24 days and 11 <laughs> minutes of Endgame. That's all he did. For and imagine the days. cost, too, 10 times 191. Exactly. Yeah. That's another good point, too. So in ninety days, yes, two thousand dollars almost. Yeah. <laughs> that's so almost a, a third of, of that time was it was him watching Endgame. He had like a week off. Otherwise, it was like pure Endgame, twenty four seven. I wonder how you how you break up the monotony. Like, did he sit in the back and use his cell phone? Did he right? Did he yeah. go to different theaters or he try He's all the different there trying foods? to learn every word? Yeah, exactly. Trying to quote like, the movie. <laughs> He's like standing. I'm sure he can. Happen. That's funny. Otherwise, that's like borderline torture, right yeah. there. Just subjecting yourself to the same thing like that oh for sure and i even wrote down like i bet we still beat him in a trivia challenge of endgame oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah let's let's that. message him get his email and we'll hit yeah. him up yeah and so yeah that was my uh last of the normal guinness records but of uh, the guinness were um, what am i trying to say guinness corners but uh it wouldn't be guinness corner if i didn't talk about a certain uh Oh. Mr. David Dave Rush. Rush. <laughs> yes, so. I forget his name every time, and yes. I'm happy about no, it. Dave Rush. I know he remembers it every time. Mr. Yeah. E does. So I always think it's funny. So <laughs> I have compiled because it's been here. We, we go. We put, we put this on the back burner so long. Every Guinness record he has done since he's the last... Tom Brady of the Guinness he record is. world. <laughs> since we last checked in with him. So I'm going to do this really quick. So I'm not going to tell you much of the backstory. Just how much you tell me the numbers. I mean, still think the audience likes your thought processes. Yeah, so yeah. still want to hear him. But okay. here we go. I'm going to try to be quick. So. Dave Rush from Idaho, we all know he does a million Guinness World Records for STEM research, and it's all great and stuff. But anyway, he does these wacky ones. So here we go. He caught 
how many pieces of caramel corn in his mouth in one minute? Uh, fucking uh, 12. <laughs> we'll need an answer. Fucking. <laughs> um, Whoever wins gets a prize. 26. I want to revise my answer. <laughs> 26. Oh, the answer is 67. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, man. So, he, okay. Next one is he set up a chessboard in how many seconds with one hand? Okay. So, both sides? Yes. Uh, in how many seconds? We're going to say he did that in uh, 26 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to say 27, Bob. It was 30 seconds. 30 or 30 oh, seconds. Oh, man. What? I debated yeah. that for a second. He stacked how many bars of wet soap in one minute? <laughs> wet soap? <laughs> wet soap. Yeah, see, like, can I get a, can we get the record for wet m ms But we love him. This is some serious shit. <laughs> He's our mascot. I know. Bars of wet soap. Um, I'm going to say uh, oof, uh, at least 10. 10. I'm gonna say 26, 34. <laughs> Holy shit! This one I have a I have a note on this one. He had to grow out his fingernails to secure enough grip. Oh my god, <laughs> it's awesome. There's a bunch of stuff too. Like it's like oh literally like at first he did 30, then someone did 32, so he did 34. So he has a whole thing with that one. Oh wow! So he caught how many tennis balls in an oversized bucket placed on his head in one minute? <laughs> I'm gonna say 26. <laughs> I'm gonna go 34. 107, Bob. 107. Oh my god! <laughs> this is fucking. This is... So another one. So God he balanced damn. a garden hoe on his nose yeah, for David, how long? David Rush is the reason I thought Guinness a Corner was stupid hole? in the beginning. <laughs> a garden hoe, basically like a tool implement. Okay, on his nose. On his nose for how long? Okay, people. I feel like people can do that for a long time. Um, I'll say uh, six minutes. Way off. <laughs> That's a long time. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm just, right. no, I'm just like, he's like, people can do that for a long time. Six minutes. I don't know. I'm just laughing. Right, way he said it. Let's go an hour. That's <laughs> a long time for me. Um, so this one's funny. Uh, when I first did it, it was an hour and 41 minutes. And then as research of oh, today, he, it's, he's done it for two hours and 36 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. But I want to show you this really quick. Like, this is funny. Is He did it for so long. That it, it, it deformed his nose. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Because there were fails, I'm sure. Oh, shit. I'm of course, missed. So we're watching a video. That's David Rush no, right there? No, I'm trying to watch just the beginning. God, I'm just like Who's this guy? Moment. There it is. It's like flattened. Oh, it, wow. It, oh, yeah. yeah. It like crumbled. Yeah, it like nose. flattened his nose. And so I think it bounced back. But I mean, I don't know. So he, that was after the first attempt. And now he did it longer. So who knows what his nose looks like now. Eesh. Okay, sorry to derail you, but that picture I wanted you to see. Okay, a little bit more. He threw okay. five fla- flower lays around another person's neck in how many seconds? Fucking how far flower away are they? Yeah, exactly. How far? For, like like a sidewalk, I think. <laughs> That's what it looked like. And how many? How long? Isn't it awesome? <laughs> it's awesome. You don't have that. Ah, uh, seven seconds. Uh, Three. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> Three seconds. Sorry. <laughs> I know that was not even as funny. And then this one's bounce a pool cool a pool. Uh, a pool cue on his head for how long? So now you know the garden hoe. Okay. Uh, uh, he's, into, uh, he's into nose balancing and shit. <laughs> Let's go uh, two hours and 30 minutes. We're going to say it was two hours and 10 minutes. Oh, dude. Two hours, 16 minutes. You yeah, guys are like nice. bouncing. You're going to get to know time him. I get close. He sliced how many grapes with a samurai sword while standing on a Swiss ball in one minute? What's a Swiss ball? It's like a, basically like a, a yoga ball thing. Like it's a <laughs> like a ball thing. Grapes with a samurai yeah, sword in one minute. Um, is he superhuman? Like what? What are we? Thirty-one. 
31. Uh, I feel that's generous. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 18. 59, baby. Holy shit. <laughs> I know. In one like, minute? Gosh. That's what it so said. So you cut one almost minute. one a second. Yeah, wow. that's what it said. Um, God, how many uh, basically Frisbees <laughs> behind his back in one minute? How many minute? records did this We're almost done. We're almost done. But this is since last <laughs> time we talked about him. Yeah, this is the last like two months or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, how many, so how many Frisbees did... behind his back in one minute? Did he catch or throw? He caught. In one minute. Fucking. Fifty. Uh, uh, thirty-five. It says fifty-seven. Oh. <laughs> this one's funny. Covered his wife in plastic wrap. In how and how long? How long did it take? <laughs> that's that is for sure. Uh, is, I'm not shitting you. There's a. I'll show you the picture. But I mean, there's. This yeah, is like, show me the picture, please. I have to go to. Okay, fine. Let me go to my my thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he uh, covered his wife in plastic wrap, like head to toe. Yeah, that's yeah. how I want to see the picture. Yeah, yeah, well, here, <laughs> like, like, I have matters, something. Look, like it is ensuring there are no gaps in the wrapping job and ensuring that each arm and leg is individually wrapped. Okay, that helps. And, yeah, so you're mummifying her On the video, in plastic. Hopefully, there's no way. But, uh, yeah, basically, I wonder how, how, long the face works. Th- how long did it take him to do it? It doesn't say in a minute or anything. Ready to go. I mean, like, there he's doing some right there, but that's... Be- that's Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Let's show you anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say one minute, 45 seconds. Uh, I'm going to say it took him a minute. And the answer is one minute, 2.44 seconds. So oh, basically shit. one minute, two seconds. Wow. And yeah, here she is. We're She's all cool. impressed, Dave Rush. Yeah, yeah. Like, You're so cool. <laughs> Discord's cool. <laughs> Jesus. Um... And then there's oh, one man. more. Oh and it was God. his 200th one, too. He stood oh, on a, that's what I'm saying. He's done 200 records. records. And he stood on a Swiss ball and sliced how many kiwis in a minute? <laughs> Christ. Kiwis are harder than grapes. <laughs> but they're bigger and easier targets, probably. I was thinking. Uh, I don't know, Mr. E, take it. I don't even remember the grape one anymore, but I think it was like 59, right? Yeah. So the kiwis is going to be uh, 62. Uh, I'm going to go 55. Answer is 74. You guys are thinking now. I like it. And that's <laughs> yeah. the last. We heard David Rush for now. Yay. Good job, Dave. May he not return for a long time. <laughs> oh, you guys are talking about doing the Capri Sun one. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm still trying. Was it. that David I, Rush? No, words. that was another yeah. guy from London. And exactly. The M&M one. I'm actually really intrigued by the M&M one. Yeah. I, really, oh, yeah? I, I might try it. At least we're... I'll probably get to three and just play around. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm kind of curious. Like, if I had a big old bag of M&M's, I'd get the flattest ones. Well, I mean, because that one opens itself up. Like, uh, you got your your Rice Krispie M&M. You got your peanut M&M. You got your peanut M&M. They can't stack that shit. Yeah, why the fuck not? Tell me why. Those have flat edges sometimes, too. Yeah. They're all sorts of mishapen. And they're bigger. Those are, those, those are, it's like stacking eggs. You well, can't stack not, an egg. You can stack if, an M&M. If this guy can catch dog poop in his fucking <laughs> hat for a minute, like I'm sure we can stack some peanut M&Ms. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's there's something that we've done there. No, sir. <laughs> I cry foul. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. That was a good episode. Yes. And uh, yes. yeah, as always, please make sure to tune in next time when I tell you all about Mr. East Foot Fetish. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.